0: Hello, Universe, good morning. Uh, 12.10, I'll take that as a good time to have been perplexed which direction to point my AM, PM arrow, but good afternoon all. It 120. oh, oh I didn't see, I thought it said 12 in my bedroom. Alright, it's 2.10. <sighs> I didn't realize I'd listen to that episode that much. The last episode will be... mm, There's... There's much there. That... uh, I am still interpreting where exactly all the vectors were pointing. And... I'm certain that if I'm having that experience, that makes it borderline too discombobulated for anyone else to even gently say, nice try bro, but WTF. Um, Which is some of my motivation to try to not be so WTF in this one, but I'm feeling a little WTF-y today. But I'm also feeling so on top of my shenanigans. No, I don't have any shenanigans right now. I have one shenanigan, but I'll fix it. I am on top of my prowess of feeling I'm solving stuff i hope i'm the first person to put that phrase together in the history of mankind and womanhood all right uh, dreaming has always been a major part of my life i will never ever think that was a mistake so i certainly now look to at least be open to messages from my dreams uh I do think I am a good person. I think, we, I think every human being is a good person. Absolutely. I don't even doubt that. I believe we're all... Uh, I believe, if anything, we are the proof of a persistent life force that matters. Um, so, uh, I don't deny anyone's divinity. As a matter of fact, I would spend however long it took with anybody convinced they had none, that they were, in fact completely wrong. I don't know that that's a battle you can win. I think someone has to actually arrive at that. It certainly is my journey. Nobody could tell me I was divine. I'd have just flipped you the bird and spit on you from my porch. Um, So I apologize to everybody who I ever treated that way. I was convinced we live in chaos. I had evidence we live in chaos. I had the sort of self-loathing to reinforce that this is nothing better than chaos. And I certainly had the disappointment, the beat-down, the shoulder-slumping posture of failure that this society seems so intent on thrusting upon us if you want to come to a place and feel bad about yourself, you have picked a good one and uh, so I, I don't I don 't want to pretend that that isn't a struggle that brings meaning to life i don't envision uh, any existence of say pure happiness having anything in which to recognize that your existence matters how is an existence of nothing but laughing at the most uh, committed uh, ecstatic laughter and happiness if that's all you ever felt well how is that feeling anything more than what an amoeba must have felt when they felt nothing you have one state one frame of reference one existence point from which to draw something of value you might as well just be in a room listening to one tone for the rest of your life how can you have a reality that's purposeful in a frame of reference that's a single point and So I think that's one of the reasons I I walked out the door to find meaning. Because up until you start engaging with that which is out there to be engaged with, you have a single point of reference from which to draw. And I walked through the universe with this sort of happy-go-lucky, it'll bounce its way for me attitude because I never cultivated the sense of cooperation that might be necessary, the sense of community I might want to draw from, the sense of fellowship and satisfaction that comes from work done with others. I fell into a trap of believing that I was good enough for whatever I wanted if it was going to be something that I decided I wanted I would be good enough to go get it so then when you hit that sort of 22 to 25 range and now it's time to go want something well every want turns out to be not of value and yet you're meeting more people you're starting to feel out the variety of the universe you're starting to take hold in what now reality is offering but if you don't have any inner strength in other words never have developed anything other than a reactionary assembly for the universe to basically leave you alone. If all you've done is give people around you a version of what they want of you, so that you can ease the mechanisms that other people sometimes disrupt you with, or worse, if you just have no sense of who you are and all you can do to try to figure that out is be what other people want you to be, keep trying on costume after costume, looking to see if this is who you really are. I relate to you so much. In fact, I think if you've ever felt like you've run out of costumes, well, then I really do relate to you. Because that was really the only way I thought I was going to find an identity, was to stumble into it. Because growing up, I I, I always knew everyone told me I could do whatever I wanted to do so what did I want to do I wanted to be nice I wanted to be understood you know if I made a mistake well I wanted to be forgiven and I wanted to offer the universe exactly that Uh, and that doesn't exactly exactitude with the exactness that is exacerbating in my exactness I don't I don't know that I ever thought I saw a path where those were the dominant values for a heterosexual male to pursue their ascendancy into civilization. Perhaps Academy Award winning actor would have made the list. Perhaps number three golfer in the world for 13 years would have made the list. Perhaps I would have marshmallow padded my way all the way to a life that I thought was mine, fulfilled exactly as it was supposed to go. But I don't even know if those pinnacles of existence wouldn't have left me hollow. I know pursuing an attorney lifestyle, a physician's comfort, a professor's recognition, a vice president's refrigerator full of food. I mean, what was I after? It all seemed... It all seemed eventually Like I'd either blow it up myself or find it too monotonous. I'd have to run away. The world that I came into had no place for me. And so... I gave up on the world. In many ways, I just decided, I'll go with the evidence of chaos and anarchy because I am a chaotic and anarchistic embodiment of this non-essential experience that it is to paint your way through a human life. And I don't even have enough courage or strength to put a bullet in my throat and say enough. I'm so weak. I'm going to have to endure it. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah, well, when you, uh, when you are sure that's about as much as there is to be confident in, you tend to alienate your family, lose all your friends. You become incapable of getting out of your own house because you are convinced. You have proven to yourself that you are the problem in a universe full of chaotic outcomes there is no such thing as goodness to pursue there is no place to be kind go be kind out there and get taken advantage of be understanding and people will mock you for being empathetic try to forgive somebody they'll think you're the problem well I don't get that universe at all. But the only thing I know about this universe that I'm in now is I am not the problem. So, if this is what it took to shake me free of all the self-loathing that I fell for, of all the ways I learned to dismiss who I really was, if I was so seductively swept into the hedonistic, senseless outcomes of life. I'm here to atone and confess everything. I am no longer ashamed of anything I've done. I'm no longer embarrassed by the things that are inside me that are unlike everybody else. I am no longer here to dismiss anybody's humanity for any reason, because I now understand. We are the point. This life isn't accidental. Some of us resonate all the way back. We are a miracle of existence in a 3D universe. That has linear time and I had done everything I could to try to not believe that I had convinced myself that the only thing I knew to be true was that and at that time it was the biggest lie I was telling myself I have no Prophecy to share. I have no Ten Commandments whereby you should live. I know I know. I am knocking a bunch of stuff over as I walk. What is going on back here? What even was that? Oh. I will not be defuzzing my pants at this moment. Um, I. I know that... I know... I missed out when I didn't come to believe that the greatest gift around me were the people in my life. And that how I treated them would not only bring out the best in them, and treating them well, would not only bring out the best in them, but would cycle all the way back around to me and and turn me into the best version of myself. And as that current cycles back through all of us, the ascension that we do collectively becomes the true realization of why we're here. We're here to enable everybody to achieve the greatness that they manifested as their version of life as a human being. And... I don't know when somebody decided to be less faithful to that, that they opted to think instead of everybody at peak experience, that there was a chance to surpass that, perhaps. I know I've at times felt smarter than you all, better than you all more deserving than you all. I was wrong. But I think I was trained to think that way. I think, do you think? Think about it. Um, I I can't say I'm convinced of that because I haven't nailed it down to proof, but I didn't come here. I never as a kid ever would have believed anything other than we all deserve exactly the opportunities we all deserve that's how it works including anybody that we have to make accommodations for because of a limitation that they experience uniquely if anything that is our obligation to have come here fully equipped but not in a capacity to make them feel bad about themselves but to ensure that all of us know We're here for each other. I got your back because I know you got mine. But you don't have to follow me around and pick up my dog poop. That's my job. And I owe you that job. Just like I expect that you're out there shoveling your sidewalk as am I. Because someone might need to walk across there. Just like at some point I might need to walk across yours. That's it. Having that much on which to stand is enough. That's the camaraderie from which everything else can build. So when I say I have faith in all of our divinity, I know that what we came to be here works. Why is all this so twisted right now? Why did it take me 52 years of cycling into the most negative versions of myself to finally understand that being the best version of myself is all that life is about? I don't know. Is 52 years a short period of time for that? Time's relative, right? So my journey took me this (laughs) capacity in the peaks and valleys we experience about ourselves, I have shared and will continue to expose those things that I used to judge myself as ultimately being. If I'm capable of these moments at my worst, that must be who I really am, right? if I'm being honest with myself when I look in the mirror, if I can look at myself in the mirror, I spent more than a decade not being able to even look in a mirror. I hated myself that much. I'm not gonna go look at myself right now, but I know I'm smiling. <laughs> I know I'm happy. I know I've come to, become, to believe my life is not something coincidental in a cosmic game of chance where the number ultimately is going to roll snake eyes. Having the interaction we do with the sensory connection to a physical space that we have Can your brain conceive of something more miraculous? I know where it went. It went, well, yeah, I'd want to share that with other people. I'd want someone else there with me. I don't want to do it alone. I mean, if you give me all that ability to experience and manipulate my world how many people can I play with how many of us can go you have to go by yourself I do well you have to go by yourself mentally we can't let you connect at the thought level with everybody around you not in a 3d space that's part of particle matter your wave function will materialize as a body. In so doing, you'll have to communicate with the entities around you, share your experiences in physical space, do things like physically connect with them, give them hugs, speak with them, make tributes. Them, show them what your soul is about physically. Experience a world in bodily form with the head that knows how great it all is. And then explain it somehow and share it back with everybody. You run into in that space. Oh, Okay, I'll go. That sounds pretty good. Sign me up. And when you get here, I mean, it's wonderful, right? It's pretty cool to be a three or four year old unless you're starting to have trouble at other points in life. And you have to manifest those in exhibitions of dominance or hurting other people because you are being hurt. Nobody comes here to hurt other people. People learn to hurt other people. You have no instinct in you to go hurt another entity in life as a 19-month-old. You don't. Now, some of you are out there, yeah, you're too young to know what's good for you. Hmm. Well, why is it good for you? Because in a world where other people have learned how to take advantage of the weak, you come in so innocent. Well, you better learn how to put a shield up or you might find yourself hit with a rock. 'Cause some people have learned to throw rocks around here. So your first reaction to that kind of advice is, hey, all right, starting to know how to be an adult. This is how adults play. They got they got some boundaries, they got some expectations of each other, they got some they've got some some processes and systems that are running the whole show. I Think they got their shit together. And as a kid, you do understand. Everybody's fair. There's equality. There is a sense of, of justice. There's a sense of, of duty, obligation, camaraderie. There's right and wrong. There's fairness. There is a life that has so much meaning, so much, so much value. You think about it forever. Nobody here that is silly enough to listen to me doesn't think back regularly about childhood. And I don't just mean, well, let's see, since I decided to paint my walls yellow, where's my motivation in childhood to direct me at this color? You don't give a shit about that, right? But you think back about that time that you shared an ice cream sundae with your neighbor, or you got read a book by a friend's parent. Or you were had somebody's mom heal your wound with a Band-Aid. Or you had a dad throw you a ball extra hard knowing you could catch it. Somebody else's dad. Or you had somebody stop by Where you had a flat tire and offered to help. Or you, hang on, I gotta blow my nose. And no, I'm not gonna cry this time. I don't think, I never actually know that, so I can't promise, but I'm gonna blow my nose. Okay, I paused at 2727, so I will try to not take this past 3030. I do feel. Thirty minutes of your time is an indulgence that is more than I should ask, but sometimes it takes me thirty minutes to wander to a point worth having, and uh, that's the point for me: is to never constrict myself so much, or in any way that's not to help better the experience in another way. Never, uh, never restrain yourself unless that restraint is for your own good or the good of those around you at a capacity it's worth considering and enacting. And so doing this without constraint has to be inherent in its structure, but doing it to be less disruptive to a listener is equally important. Um, And I think 30 minutes is fair to listen to on double time, That's only 15 minutes, and I certainly don't expect you to go past a point where you think I have jumped the shark. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure I will jump many sharks in life still at this point for those around me, but I'm not going to stop being who I am. So if I look like I'm out here shark jumping, (laughs) well, um, maybe it's time to go look somewhere else. But if you are going to go look somewhere else, look to be kind, look to forgive, and look to understand. I just want to believe that maybe, and maybe you're here to look to heal, or look to um, enable, or look to assist. We're all here to engage. Each other in a sense of uplifting each other at all times. And I don't expect there not to be staticky nonsense that we're all going through. I don't know that we can get into a Garden of Eden, but I don't know that we can't. And I don't want to turn in C-plus work. I don't want to look at my life and think the biggest regret is not being myself. <sighs> this world, it makes you twisted up in ways that I don't think many other worlds c- could. And yet, this world also offers tremendous gifts that I know other worlds don't. And so you can you can get all sure that you're the only uncertain vibration that's humming out there. Because everybody else looks like they've got their shit somewhat together, if not more so than you. First of all, that's wrong. Everyone is struggling right now. Especially when it comes to the consciousness side of things. Nobody feels squarely tuned in to a vibrational hum that is comforting and and I I think that sense might might be accelerating and it doesn't matter unless we are in agreement to not listen and to turn our attention toward each other and decide to be kind to our neighbors you know understanding of the people in our communities and forgiving of the people around us who may have let all this, this signaling and influence take them to a place they don't deserve into thoughts they've never believed they could think into actions they now look at in horror as they engage, knowing this isn't who I really am. There's a little bit of that in all of us. There's still a little bit of that in me. I, I know it. But for some of us, it's almost all of us. And I want to speak to those people if you're listening. I know what it feels like to have given up, to think the soul is the stupidest concept there is but each one of you knows right now that you you know you know your souls there it's it is ringing out to all of us right now and I don't know why I don't even give a shit why but you have to feed it to see it and if you're ignoring it you need to go Be kind to somebody you need, (sighs) you need to understand other people matter just as much as you think you do. No more, (sighs) no less, but they matter. And you don't matter any more than they do and you think you do you've gotten into your head in this silly place that somehow you're exceptional and 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 i know that's spun you down some places where you've done despicable things and i forgive you in fact i sleep so easily now i'm so comfortable And I'm so available to help that (sighs) that the only thing that I could have really done wrong is let it all end in the positions you're in. Because somewhere I'd have had to buy into that horseshit that my $213 million bank account Let's me sleep easier and uh, I can tell you for sure if I had 213 million dollars in the bank I would not be sleeping easily I mean I'd be dead probably I don't know I'd, I'd have tried some drugs that would have pushed me but I'd be um, I, you know I'd be a I'd, I wouldn't <sighs> it, it's that's not my journey my journey would not have been fulfilling had it ended that way. So I'd be sitting there, knowing I'd, I'd done something wrong. Not even sure what, probably. Just na- that nagging knowledge that this, is, this must be what chaos is, right? Chaos is knowing the universe feels like a misfit cacophony of stupidity. And here I sit with no sense of connectedness to it, so I'm proof of it. Yeah, I think you are proof of it. I really do. Because following nothing but something like money, I mean, what is money, right? Money is, money is, the, it is the decision we have made to use symbolically as a goods and, ch- and services exchange so that we can exchange beef for plumbing fixing. And yet, it becomes... If it's grounded in what is policy decision and our our legislature maneuvers, a lever of influence at worst, I mean at best, and full control at worst. And I mean full control for those of us who will fall for it. I know there are plenty of you who see that you do not live... In these capacities. But when you don't know how to live for a fulfilling life, one that capitalism will offer you and consistently give you a message to say, well, work out, is financial. The gains that come with financial include things like yachts full of topless 20-year-olds. They come with golds and lavishes that make other people go, oh my. They come with the sort of exposure to world Uh, geography that others can't even fathom. So that must be what a fulfilling life is, right? Uh, It wasn't for me. And I'm not saying I ever ascended to some level of, oh my, no. But I could feel every plateau realized was no more satisfying than the one directly underneath it I mean I truly do buy into that whole thing that you need to be able to keep your house comfortably run you need to have enough to spend on needs and 80% of wants and you need to spend on 20% of would love to's and the other 80% are part of uh, adjusting to your wants and dealing with your needs But life has to offer some level of fulfillment. And some of that in a capitalist system includes an economic fluidity of comfort. You don't want to struggle to find food. And I know we're getting closer to that. I get that. I think about that a lot because I know that's going to be, if that bridge gets crossed, it's never coming back. But let's not cross that bridge, right? Come on. Look at how much bandwidth is still here to fix problems. And yet, what are we doing? We're creating them. We're creating more problems for ourselves than we should be. And we're not fixing as many problems as we can. That leaves us all unsettled. It leaves us all in a state of being okay with saying, well, this is just the way things are. And I don't think any of us should settle for a life, this is just the way things are because the internet, or because trolls, or because my mom, or because anything. Baloney. You didn't get an imagination so you could settle for what is real. You have an imagination because you can envision something better. And if you're not envisioning something better, well, have better thoughts. What's wrong with you? Envisioning something better is the only point of drifting off. What are you drifting off to? Worse thoughts? So if we can envision better, and if we know we're poor performers at the moment, well, does nobody else feel like maybe we should rethink how we're working things out? I do. I don't want this reality. I don't want it with any of you and I don't see enough of you out there embracing it to think that you've figured it out and it's all working out well for you and I'm the one that's nutcase. I mean I'm the one that's a nutcase. I know that but so what? I actually really love myself as a nutcase. I love having some nutty thoughts because with nutty thoughts comes some clever thoughts and with clever thoughts come some moments that I really enjoy. So I'll take nuttiness. I'll take goofiness, I'll take weepy, I'm okay weeping. You know why I weep? Because I love all of you, and I feel like all of you are getting suffocated somehow, in a way you don't deserve. And I don't care if it's pressure from a life of getting into a spot that's so deviant that you can't even imagine being a good person. Well, that's a life you don't deserve. Other people will think you've earned it, and God damn it, just desserts are coming your way, I hope. Well, you know, there's another mindset that's not comfortable for me. I don't like thinking revenge thoughts, vengeance, justice, oh, we got to go get the, that guy and throw tomatoes at him, he's an asshole. I mean, if you're an asshole, I certainly would like to explain to you that I think you are, and maybe you should stop being one. But that's all the right I have, except to not live as an asshole so that you see there's a better way to live. I don't want to take advantage of anybody. That doesn't work out. What's that leave you with? It leaves you with stuff that you don't deserve. And I don't want to deserve more than anybody. I don't. But I do want the opportunity to work for what everybody else is getting an opportunity to work for. Don't I? Manifest as a human being with that inalienable right? Well, doesn't look like it. I mean, look across history. Hey, white boy, that's a nice comfortable thought for you to be having. Yeah, that is, that is, a, that is a position of advantage. I don't deny it. I know you don't get an easier ride on this planet than white male American. You might as well have signed up for the little floaty swan ride, because you'll be about as challenged as a fountain in the center dripping soft, gentle dewdrop on you. But with that sort of padding, that, oh, it's okay, buddy, you're white, you're okay, you'll start thinking things about yourself that are grandiose or entitlements or. You might not even notice the system is giving you advantage after advantage after advantage after advantage after advantage. advantage. You might not. Or you might. That's kind of even worse. (sighs) Because if you know it, why don't you do something about it? Well, that's some guilt. That's some guilt. No doubt about it. That's the kind of guilt you can just start to pile into the loss column of proof i'm a piece of shit when i look at it but you are certainly not here to hold previous transgressions against yourself you are not it is your default learned go-to action thank you criminal justice system and every other way that we punish ourselves but you are not here At the very least, you are not here to live with the self-loathing that society wants you to feel for that action. Now, why then do we make mistakes? Why is it I'm so riddled with actions in my past where I know I was weak and just should have done better? Well, I think that's why my path to divinity was 52 years and other people figured it out around 23 I needed that many opportunities to prove that there is some rhythm and harmony to our actions in this universe. We don't come here in a chaotic assembly of particles that just happen to choose slit number two instead of slit number one. Oh no. This game includes temporal shifts. It includes little adjustments that show you, you matter. Don't ignore them. I tried to. I I laughed in their notion, (laughs) ha 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 ha, silly thoughts. Until, well, it's all the Mandela Effect if we're being fair. I mean, Sandy Hook broke me. After I had decided I was the problem, the Mandela Effect gave me something else to think about. And acting kind, understanding, and forgiving for over a year now has changed my life. And, thankfully, I am now convinced that I'm not a bad person, and that nobody around me is either. Nobody had more reason to think they were the problem than I did. Nobody had done less with more by the measuring sticks that are out there than this guy. Those are two of the biggest lies I ever told myself. And if the sun goes supernova right now, and these are the last words I ever speak, I know that in that annihilation, I will have at least left the universe. The fulfillment of a life that I'm starting to think this is the way you do it.